Everything That Rocks, Laser 103.3. Time for today's Hall Pass. My special guest, not only a household name in the world of stand-up comedy, having participated in the famed Blue Collar Comedy Tour with the likes of Jeff Foxworthy, Ron White, and Larry the Cable Guy. He's also had his own TV show, served as a game show host, and even finished as a finalist in Season 17 of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. He's appearing live at the Horizon Event Center Saturday night, and I couldn't be more thrilled to welcome Bill Engvall via the Laser hotline. Bill, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Doing great. Really appreciate you coming on the show today. I appreciate you giving me some airtime. We're looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night. Your second time in Central Iowa this year, having also performed in Ames back in February. The weather's a lot more agreeable this time around, at least. <laughs> well... Since we'll be indoors, I don't think it'll be a problem. I'm a longtime fan of yours, Bill. Aside from always making me laugh, you know, I admire the fact that you've been able to succeed in so many creative avenues. Comedy, acting, hosting, dancing. Nobody ever accused you of being a one-trick pony, that's for sure. You know, I gotta be honest with you, probably the best phrase I live by is idle time is not my friend. (laughs) Sure. Uh, So so I try to stay busy, but... uh, you know, it's I just I've been so lucky and so blessed, you know, that I mean I work hard at what I do, but I also like you said, don't want to be a one joke pony, you know. It's uh I want people to know there's there's more to me than just a, being a stand-up, but I think it also helps my stand-up because of the experiences I go through. And there's an element of fearlessness in broadening your brand as you've done over time. Thinking back on the first time you stepped onto a stage or the first time you performed in front of a camera, conquering all those firsts no doubt gives you the confidence that there's really nothing you can't do, I imagine. Well, you know, uh, my granddad and my dad also instilled that into me that, you know, if there's something you really want, then go for it. You know, it's like, uh, but go for it 100%. Don't just dabble in it. And I've had my shares of failures, but uh, overall I've been pretty lucky as far as uh, being successful as a stand-up now for over 40 years and, uh, like I said, TV and movies and stuff. And, you know, somebody asked me the other day, they said, what's next? And I said, God, I have no idea. Maybe Bill Lingvall on ice. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take what you learned from Dancing with the Stars and get you on some skates. How would that go but, over? Well, that that part well, probably wouldn't be a problem. I just don't know that people want to see me in a, uh, a one-piece one tight. <laughs> Oh, brother, I can identify, no question. I'm glad you brought up family. Another important facet to success in life, I think you'll agree, is finding that balance between career and family, a very underrated metric when it comes to what success means, don't you think? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, Without my family's uh, support and love, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. There's times in your life that, you know, I look back and I go, I miss a lot of things, I'll never get back, but overall you know uh it's all worked out and i think you're right i think that's that's what keeps my sanity is that i know that there's like uh, like this summer i took the whole summer off because my wife and i had not had you know just time alone it's always me being on the road and so i had to i wanted to take some time to re-energize my batteries and spend some time with her and I think, but I think she's about ready for me to hit the road again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just ready to be uh, done with you for a little bit. Yeah, huh? <laughs> you, you get that look like. Don't you have a gig coming up? <laughs> We're excited to have the one and only Bill Ingvall in town Saturday night playing the Horizon Event Center. Tickets are still available. Get yours online through Eventbrite. Yeah, I look at a guy like you with an itinerary like you have, so freaking busy all the time, and it makes me wonder, Does it is it hard for you to unplug when you do have those little bits of, of rest now and again? No, and I'll tell you why, because the guy you see on stage that like there in Iowa is going to be the same guy you'd see at the grocery store, at the post office, at the hardware store, whatever. 
And so I don't have to waste that energy on trying to be funny all the time. Uh, it's just, for, for, like I said, for whatever reason, another gift, I just was blessed with that ability just to kind of turn it off when I need to. And, uh, and I also think that if you're on all the time, then nobody gets to know you as a person. That's interesting. I think we run into a lot of that in uh, the music business. I talk to a lot of artists that I don't think ever feel like they can put it down. That's tough. Well, you know what? You're right. It is tough uh, because eventually, at some point, we're going to all have to put it down. Uh, whether you're a singer, a comedian, an actor, whatever, uh, the career is going to come to an end. And and I've always said when that time comes, uh, I want to be able to look in the mirror and go, you know what, it was a fun ride, but it's over now, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and back to family again. As a family guy myself, i got a wife and kids. I, I've always laughed hardest at some of the stories you've told about your kids and your wife. That sort of relatability is funnier than any joke I think I've ever heard. Well, I think it is, too, uh, because I think what happens is people can relate to it. Uh, you know, uh, like the show I'm bringing in there, uh, a lot of the show is this time is looking at through life uh, through my wife's eyes about being married to a comedian because basically what happens at our house is I, I create all these little tornadoes and she has to make sure the farmhouse doesn't blow away. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I've always said that real life stuff just hits me right in the funny bone harder than just about any joke. Well, except every single joke I've heard that ends and here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a gift from God right there. I tell you, if the audience hadn't hooked into that little bit, I don't know where I'd be these days. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I have Sometimes I have young comedians come to me and say, how do you write a catchphrase? And I said, that's the problem. You don't. The audience determines who it, what, you know, what it is that they're going to remember you by. And uh, I mean, I, good Lord, I had no idea that Here's Your Sign would get as big as it got. I mean, it kind of became the where's the beef of the 90s. You know, it was... Uh, so now, you know, and of course, I'll always do them on my show. You know, people always say, are you going to do Here's Your Science? And I always say, of course, I, you know, I can't. <laughs> the, uh, you know, as the old Texas phrase goes, you dance with who brung you. And uh, Here's Your Sign brung me, so I better dance with her. Wrapping up today's edition of The Hall Pass with Bill Engvall, who we look forward to seeing live at the Horizon Event Center on Saturday night. Like many, I became familiar with you thanks to the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, which is still one of the biggest and most successful tours of its kind to this day. Imagine while it was happening, it probably felt as close to being a rock star as one can get without a band oh without a doubt i mean if you can imagine being out on the road with three of your best friends you're selling out arenas and people are just flocking it was it was as good as it's going to get i remember telling fox that one day i said we're this is as close to being a rock star as we're ever going to get you know it's funny i just had don jameson on my show a few weeks ago and i asked him if he thought most comedians also dreamt of being musicians and he seemed to think so oh without a doubt i know you've collaborated in the past with musicians like travis tritt for example you ever had aspirations of living that kind of life um maybe when i was younger They've got a rough life. I mean, they're on buses. You know, I get a fly-in, fly-out. But I still, yeah, I, they're still a fantasy. Uh, like where we live, every year they have a little concert, and this year they had America. And uh, I got visiting with the guys from America, and they invited me up on stage to play Horse With No Name with them, and it was great. You know? Wow. What did you yeah. get to do? Sing with them? Just play guitar with them. Oh, you did? That's cool. But yeah, it, 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 that usually most comedians want to be rock stars, and rock stars want to be comedians. So it's, uh, it's kind of a, a symbiotic relationship we have. Yeah, it's it's almost universal. It's like everybody I ask, it seems to be the same thing. I find that really funny. Uh, before I let you go, I want to make sure and ask about Season 8 of Last Man Standing. Any chance we get to see Reverend Paul again soon? Uh, it's funny you should bring that up. Uh, I am actually flying out uh, to L.A. to start taping another episode where they're bringing Reverend Paul back, and then uh, I'll be coming to where y'all are, 
and then I turn around and fly back to L.A. to, to tape it. So, yeah, there'll be a... There's going to be another Reverend Paul episode coming up. No, oh, that's fantastic. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of that. I've been a big fan of yours for a very, very long time. I do wonder, though, at times with how busy you are, and you, you don't get to put it down much, but I, do you have more than 24 hours on your clock? Because I don't. Uh, I wish there was 28 hours sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I tell you, uh, again, going back to the family, my wife is so good at, at, at you know managing not only her time but my time because a lot of times I don't. I literally will look at her and she go, "You're going to Iowa." I go, "Okay," because uh, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, you know what? But the other thing is, and I got to tell you, I, I'm staying busy now because, like I said earlier, it's going to come to an end at some point. Either a, I'm going to get tired of it, you know, and then want to just spend more time with Gail, or the audience is going to move on, and hopefully that doesn't happen. But uh, I always said, as long as I always said, I want to go out on my own terms. And if it gets to the point where I'm not having fun doing the show, then then I'll call it in because I never want to be that guy that people come to see. And and we've all been to shows like this where you realize that the artists just kind of walk their way through that one. And and if that ever starts happening, then I'll I'll call it in because uh, it's not fair to my fans who spend their hard-earned money to come see a show. And uh, it's not fair to me. Funny thing about life is that uh, there's never any shortage of inspiration when it comes to uh, grabbing material, and, and, in, and especially in your case, in the type of stage show that you do. And we're looking forward to seeing it Saturday night at the Horizon Events Center. I'll tell you what, I don't care what the book says. You're a hell of a lot more than just a guy, Bill. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being a fan and, and, and put me on your radio show. And everybody out there, come on out. Let's have some laughs and have a good time together. Look forward to it very much. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate your time today, and we'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you there, buddy.